Okay, so we're learning about the meaning of Avraham Avinu's announcement to the world that Hashem is Kel Olam, and we explain the length that means that the world is one with godliness. It's not that the world is separate entity, rather the world is one with Hashem. The meaning of Kel Olam is similar to what the Pasuk says, on that day, Hashem will be one, and His name will be one. Just like we said before about Aram Avinu, that He promoted this recognition that Hashem, that the world is one with godliness. That is a similar sentiment echoed by this verse, on that day, Hashem will be one, and His name will be one. The simple meaning of the Pasuk is, on that day, Hashem will be one, all the nations of the world will leave their foolish things and they'll admit that Hashem is the real one and there's no other gods and His name will be one so Hashem's name since, since there will only be one, people, one God everyone serving so therefore they will, they will, the, the, Hashem's name will, will be recognized by everyone the word will be is made up of two yudkes the inner meaning of this passage goes like this the word Yiyeh has two yud case. So, so when Mashiach will come, there will be Yiyeh, be two times yud case. The Abishter has many names, one of them is yud Vavke, and the letters of yud Vavke, each of them shows on a different kind of level of godliness. When Mashiach will come, there will be, instead of yud Vavke, there will be yud ke yud ke. Why? Because Vavke will turn into, be elevated to the level of Yudke, that which means practically that the light of Hashem will be revealed here, the way it is, Lamai, the way it is in, in heaven. So also over here we'll have a revelation of Yudke. What does that mean? Shalo Yebchinez Vavke, when Mashiach will come, there will no longer be any Vavke, there will only be Yudke. What's the meaning of Vav? Ki Vav, the word Vav, letter Vav, it's like a shape, it's a line. So the each letter of Yudkevavke indicates a different stage of the progression of Hashem's contraction. So the letter Vav, it's such a shape like a line, indicates that it's descending. So there is the godly light that is expressed by the letters Yudke. That refers to the godly light of Hashem, which is beyond creation still, the infinite light of Hashem. So, as we're going to say in the Parashat itself next week, and the stars of Ayelke, there are some things which are, which are hidden only to God alone. Yudke is something which is in the category of the things which are hidden. And Vavke, that is referring to the light of Hashem, which is limited and comes into this, it comes to many contractions to be in the realm of creation. Yudke are called. Nistaris and Vavke is Niglis. Yudke is a Gali light. Yudke is a way, Gali light, the way, way it is beyond creation. And Vavke is a Gali light of Hashem, that way it becomes relevant to creation. Each letter of Yudke Vavke, its shape indicates what it's, wh- how it causes this descent. Again, the letter Vav is a line that indicates how it goes from higher to lower. Till the letter Vav, it's all within Hashem, so to speak. 
Yud and the, and the Hay are also to speak within the Abishter. The, the, all the contractions are happening within. It's kind of like by teacher and student, there's repertory steps that the teacher makes within himself. Then there is a way he relates to the student. So that's what the letter Vav does. So Yuchal through this godly flow, which is represented by the letter Vav, becomes the, the possibility of feeling separate from Hashem exists. Now possible through the letter Vav, through this contraction, for there to be a feeling of separateness. So the light of Hashem goes through these many contractions until it's possible to be a separate entity. Not really a separate entity, but to feel like you're separate. So Mashiach will come, it will be different. Everything, that means even this world, which this world is a Vavke kind of world, it will still be in the same status as Yudke. That means there will be the revelation, the essence of Galilee here without any contractions. When Mashiach comes. Just like it's now in the higher worlds, the Galilee is revealed there. They have Yudke. They have a revelation of Galilee the way it's beyond contraction. So Mashiach will come, will be here too. Even though we just explained that Mashiach will come, there'll be a revelation of Yudke here the way it is in heaven, and there will not be any concealment anywhere on Galilee. That's only from, so to speak, Hashem's perspective. But from our perspective, it's possible that there be something within us that could prevent this revelation. That's the meaning of the Pasuk, the Nagin Mafred Aluf, the Sayyavakesh Nifrat. No. As a preparation for Mashiach, we have to do something so that the revelation comes from within us also. What does this Pasuk mean? Nargin comes from the word complaint. Like it says in the Torah, So by Venargin, Venargin Mafred Aluf, Aluf means the master of the world. So by complaining, you could separate the master of the world from you. That's one meaning of the word Venargin uh, Mafred Aluf. Another explanation is that somebody who complains about people um, separates the people, their, their uh, leader, because they're rebelling against their leader. And he becomes an enemy to them. Okay, so someone who is separate from Hashem does not keep his commandments, he runs after his Yitzhahar. The Sai Vakesh Nifrod, some who separate from Hashem, he runs after his times. So even though we said before that Mashiach will come to the revelation of Galilee here the way it is in heaven, but it says, which means that uh, both Sukkim are saying the same concept, that when a person puts his desires, he puts his desires in the pleasures of this world. Or he tries to be always the one that's right, he always, always wants to be victorious over everyone else. Or he tries to, uh, or, or he engages in bad character, that's what the meaning of Nargin is. So he becomes separate from Galilee. By the Pasuk is saying, when you go after all your tithes, all your pleasures, you are separating yourself from Hashem. And, and now, it seems to never be again, ever again, right? 
That's what it seems like. Since there cannot be godliness revealed here the way it is in Lamaila, because the the person's own yeshus, his self, his sense of, of selfishness, etc., is, is going after his pleasures, that is a contradiction to revelation of Hashem here. So because because he is going after his various pleasures, etc., he is the concealment of godliness within himself, and therefore he prevents this revelation from happening. It says in the Pasuk, God should shine his face within us, to us, forever. The simple meaning of the Pasuk is, God should show us a luminous, smiling face. He should give us rain. That's a simple Pasuk in the Pasuk. God should shine his face upon us, laugh, smile to us, and give us rain. Now, that was going to explain what this means in our Aved, in our service of Hashem. Seemingly doesn't make sense. What does it mean that God's face is shining? The Abish doesn't have a body. So how can we say that the Abish's face is shining? What's the meaning of face, and what does it mean that it's shining? We have to say that this is all a mashal, and he's referring to something spiritual. Just like when you give something to your friend, to your true friend, you give it with a good eye and good desire, and your face is shines because you, because of the great light and joy you have in giving it to him. But when you give something to your enemy, you don't. We don't see that he's giving it. We don't see that with love and with joy and with light. On the contrary, he just wants to get it over with. You don't pay your parking tickets with your faces in shining when you're doing that. And this is the meaning of the pasuk. May Hashem. Some people pay, pay their parking tickets with pennies. This is the meaning of the pasuk. Hashem should shine His face upon you. That Hashem should when Hashem gives light and energy and life to each creature in a way that Hashem is really interested in it, because Hashem loves this creature, that means that Hashem shines His face. He's giving with, so to speak, with a good eye and a good desire. It's as if Hashem's face is shining because He's so happy and joyful. That's the difference between what Chassidus calls Ptimi Yisaratzin and Chatzin Yisaratzin. Ptimi Yisaratzin is your innermost desire. You want this. This is your. You have a want for this. This is what your benefit is. This is what your pleasure is. Chitzayin yisaratzin. The external part of desire is you want something to get something else. For example, a person works, goes to to to, to work. What does he want? He doesn't want to work. He wants to get the, the money to feed, to feed his family. He's, he wants to work. That's just external. He doesn't want the work itself. If he had money, he wouldn't go to work. He wouldn't make such an effort. His whole desire in going to work is just to get the, get, to get the paid. So to by the Abishter, his innermost desire is in the Jewish people. They're the goal of creation. Like the Umarah says, the world was created for the Jews. But for the, for the, before the sake of the Jews and their service of Hashem, there's a need for a world with all of the other creatures in the world. Because only if there's a world can there be a place for a setting for us to serve Hashem. And all of the other crea- parts of creation, it's external desire. It's not Hashem's real desire. His whole desire is only in the Jewish people, not for anything else. So what's the meaning of the Pasuk, Yoyer Panav Itanu? What does it mean we want Hashem's face to shine, Itanu, with us? The Pasuk says, Hashem's face should shine with us. It should have said Hashem's face should shine to us. Why does it say Hashem's face should shine with us? The answer is, he doesn't want to have, have a shiny face by himself. 
He wants us to shine with Him. That means, when we turn to Eibishter with our whole being and our whole desire, only does Hashem turn to us and give us with a good eye and good desire. What does it mean to, to turn our face to Hashem, to shine our face to Him? So it could be a Jew keeps their mitzvahs. He's not really interested in connecting to God. He just does it as a rote because he's you got used to when he's younger. Though he does their mitzvahs, it's not that he has his face not shining in it. It's not, it's not his, real, real, his real desire. But a yid does their mitzvahs with love and reverence for Hashem, and his whole desire is 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 invested in their mitzvahs. That's what he really wants. That's called hardest part. That's called shining your face. Just like what water reflects mm-hmm. your face, so to the feelings of one person reflect in the heart of another. So, so when we show the Abishter that our inner desire is in him, our love is in him, that causes, so to speak, the Abishter the same thing, that he gives us what he gives us with, 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 a, with, a, with love and with happiness, and therefore it's also, as I said before, you give a gift, you give it a good eye, you give more. The meaning of this Pasuk, just like water reflects your face, so too, the heart of one person is reflected in another. This means like this. The, the one person in this Pasuk is referring to the Jewish people. We are called man. So the Jewish people are called man. So, so just like it says in the Pasuk, just like water appears to man, just like water of man appears to man, who is the water of man to man? One man we're talking about is the Jew. To that appearance of the wa- of the of uh, of your face in the water, it appears to you represents the appearance of the Jewish people, which are called man, to the other man, to the Abishta, who's called the supernal man. in the prophecy of how on the top of Hashem's chariot there sits a man. Of course, Hashem does not have an image, a, a form. Rather, it's referring to the spheres of the Abishir, which have some parallel to a person's, to the spheres of, of, the, of Neshama. So it comes out that, that the Abishir, the, the Baal Shandu says, that we get the Abishir to sit, so to speak, and bring bracha to the Jewish people, at the Kaddish, you're holy, you lower your light to those who praise you. You the praise of the Jewish people, causes Hashem to um, lower, so to speak, his stature and bring the brachas down to the Jewish people. When a Jew shines, when a Jew rejoices in the Abishter, that causes Yismach Hashem b'maisa. When a Jew rejoices in Hashem, that causes Hashem to rejoice in us. We stop here. Should continue. Okay.